And it is 8 o'clock on, 8.03 on Wednesday night. It's Nisim and Simcha on the air here in J-Root Radio on jroot.com. And uh, we are, the week before Lagma Omer is very exciting. It's, it's, we're mitkoninim, we're getting ready. Lagma Omer is very exciting in Eretz Yisrael. People are very getting ready to go to Miron. And it's just a time. It's 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 a great it's a great time, and 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 it brings out a lot of a lot of joy and simcha and 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 dancing and and just commemorating the 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 neshama of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And what that means is that there's so much more than meets the eye to this world. There's just so much more, and. There's so many layers, and and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai represents like the depth and the 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 whole the whole depth and the whole the whole the whole meaning of the Torah. It's just very exciting. Anyways, we have a call in number seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight, and we're accepting calls from anybody about anything. But it's Wednesday night, and there's a lot to talk about. Mainly, mainly, whether we're going on like bomber trips or, I mean, my when I was a kid, we used to go on like bomber trip every year. Well, we used to go hiking or something, but but a real trip, not like one of these, when it's like a hazi trip. What what <laughs> with air condition and this, yeah. You know, I want to tell you what again. This is a trip. What uh, let's let's one second. First of all, let's let's take. Uh, at our uh, number one fan. Number one fan. Laser Diamond, how are you? Baruch Hashem. Thank Hashem for everything. Oh, what a statement. That's so true. For everything. For the good, for the bad, for the power, for the milkings, for the flashings, for everything. Yes. Can I ask you a question, Laser? There was a picture of Harmony in the FJJ this week. Were you in that picture? Hello, no, no, no. There was a picture from Harmony, and I looked at it and said, I wish I knew which one was Laser. Because the picture. No, I, uh, I'm not really in the pictures. You're not in the pictures? Because you're too humble? No, because I usually work. I have a job. I don't, I don't hang around there so much. Uh huh. Okay, fine. So that's okay. So now I know. All right. So, okay. We miss your friend. He, we miss your friend. He used to work in Canada. Yeah, yeah, Alan. But he, but he's yeah, working somewhere else. He's, he's doing good. Anyways, uh-huh. have a great where's week. Your, where's have, your Lagba Omer trip? Yeah, have a great Lagba Omer. Where, no, where's your trip? Well, I, I, I'm not taking the trip. My trip is to, to my house with my kids. My kids are all taking trips. Uh, what about you? Uh, you're going to bonfires now? Nah, yeah, I'm probably going to go over there. Chorsky makes a beautiful bonfire. They have uh, yeah, the Harnish Oval. There's this, this, this uh, Kilo Kedusha, the Harnish Oval, something like that. In the 20s. Right, have every, a great evening. What's that? Have a great night, or not? Thank you, well too. you too. You too. Thank you, Laser. Thanks for calling. Well, you know, it's it's very refreshing to yes. get this uh, this phone number, uh, a yeah. phone call all yeah. the time. I, I, I love it. I love it. You know, you're talking about trips. You know. Yeah. Now, I, again, I don't want to put uh, something in the head of the, uh, the kids, but you know, really, for when I see, when I used to take a trip, you know, what I used to take with myself, you know. Like, like nothing. No, nothing. Really nothing. You know, just really uh, almost no, almost no food. So, uh, by me, I could take nothing, but I needed food. Okay. So food was my thing. 
It could be no clothing, nothing, but food. We needed food. We always needed food. But uh, you know, but you know what? Really, you know, that I, I, I travel for almost six years all over Europe right. and in Israel. You know, I had my my backpack, a tent, small tent, wow. a sleeping bag, basically two pair of pants, <laughs> two pair of shirts, and. Wow. Basically, that's you know. Basically, wow. that's it. You know, small surviving kids, but uh, you know, like nah, you know this. But I could, uh, but I go to the forest. I could pick up the food. You know, I can. Right. Uh, it, it, this is a, it's a different, uh, a different, different world. Different world. Different you know, world. Even even when we when I, we have a car, when I was in Israel, when we used to go on Tulim, it was safe, much safer. We we're talking about thirty years ago. And we could go anywhere. And we used to take to Yulim, and we used to just walk. We went to Sataf, we went to these places. We walked through the mountains, and we, we had really very safe. We were very, was we, but uh, we used to, in Israel, 25, 30 years ago, we used to go, we used to hike in Harayu without, without any yes. problems. We went to Sataf near Beit Shemesh. Yeah. We climbed the mountain. I was this fat guy climbed the mountain. Almost had a stroke. We they, so someone told us that the, the trees were half care, so there were fig trees, and we ate. And we ate. We ate figs. <laughs> Shemish more. Oh my gosh! By the time we got there, we stomachs were like shot. And it was really funny. I, I, had, I had one time uh, five days in and uh, my aunt David, you know, and Gedi. Yeah. That's basically inside the in the inside the the, the vadi, you know, inside yeah, the, yeah. the river. Inside we went inside all the way in, basically put our uh, small tent over there. We right. were a group of guys, and our target was to take a picture of the tiger. You know. Really. Yeah. This is what like uh, I have a great pictures, you know. Wow. Uh, uh, and I didn't go, we didn't go to the tiger. We we, saw, we uh, uh, you know the ayalot, the the uh, deers and uh, oh, all these uh, animals that are around us. But it's it's unbelievable. Five days in the in the, 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 the basic in nature. Uh, I used to take you know in, in in Israel, you know, you go inside the you know the. Any the mountain over there, you can find food. You don't need to take with you nothing, basically. Yeah, but you, see, but you know what to eat. I would be afraid to eat everything. I'd probably no, eat you know, like you eat, you know, you know how many, how many, how many three, you know. Yeah, but figs are figs. Yeah, good. okay. You, you have uh, carobs, charovim, you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, charovim stay for all year, you know. You can eat it. It's full of vitamin B and all this. That's, a, that's what, that's what, that's what very high. Yeah. We have a caller? Yes. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello. How you doing? I'm good. I want I, I want to ask you about um I know someone I a few people. My Rebbe, he get he made me in charge of a few things in the class. But then there are boys that they start getting so jealous of me. That when, wherever I walk, they're saying things to me. I tell the Rebbe, okay, they stop for that day. The next day it starts again. What should well, I do? Well, I I see. I would, I would, well, what types of things did he make you in charge of? Well, he makes all these charts, and then he tells me to make the things, or sometimes he tells me to look through his boxes and get him sheets. And so, if he tells me to do help, use helpers, I can only use so many helpers for one job. Uh huh. So you think they're jealous of you? Yeah, and they're starting saying things to me. All right. So you know what? I, I, I would maybe mention to the Rebbe that 
maybe you're not comfortable being the only one doing it. Maybe he should make like a a you know uh, a, you know he should make a chart about different kids that get to be the helpers once a week to switch off a kid. Because I I I don't know like you know I I would be proud of the fact that the Rebbe chose me and and I'm I'm proud of you. I think that's great. But I think that knowing that should be enough. I think that maybe. It would be good to like maybe share it with other kids because kids have a tendency of being jealous. It's it's not a good thing, but that's just what happens. Do you think he would do that, the Rebbe? I don't know. Maybe try it. Maybe try oh. it because I think oh. that I think that it, you're in an unfair situation because you know it's it's kids will automatically get jealous if they think that Rebbe's favoring you, and even though you're probably very good at it. Maybe better than other kids at it. But, you know, it's probably a better idea to just share it with them. Okay. All right? Thank you. I think that you're smart enough to understand it. And yeah. uh, very important to tell the rabbi, rabbi, I think that share, you know, make a, a little bit tense. You know, in, in, the, our, in our, I would say, the, the, army, the army school, the Navy school, yeah. Uh, every every a week, a different a different uh, guy was uh, in charge, and right. it's like this: make a turn, and it's, uh, it doesn't make any favoritism and, and stuff like this. And and you know something, Hashem, that's what that's where Hashem wants us to be, and that, that you make it'll be a very very mature thing to do. And how old are you, my friend? I'm almost nine. Wow. Holy mackerel! I thought you were at least twelve. I thought you for such a question. I thought you were at least twelve. A nine-year-old, they'll expect to say, no, I want to do it, this and that. So you definitely got, you, so you got it going on. You'll be fine. Just discuss it with the Rebbe. You'll be fine. Okay? okay thank you. Have a great, have a great, like, moment, brother. Okay, bye. Well, a great okay. question. No, great question. You know what? And the truth is like this, that, that it's very hard when you're good at something to step back. But that's very important. It's very important. And especially even in learning you know, when when you're learning with somebody, you have harusa, to step back is is very important. It's, it's very it's very important. You know, you talk about trips. I had a harusa in Israel. Okay, so this harusa was the best harusa I ever had in my entire life. We invented this new thing that if someone would get a phone call during seder, the other one would go take the phone call and say, "Hi, I'm Simcha's harusa. Can I take a message?" They said, "But I want to speak to Simcha Cohen." So yeah, but if he was in a business meeting, his secretary would pick up the phone and say, can I take a message? So he's <laughs> learning. So I'm taking a message. I'll give him the message afterwards. And this was our idea. It was a great idea. So when we used to get stuck on, 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 on a Gemara or Tosafot or something, we used to go to separate ends of the bench. We used to bang our heads to pick, till one of us came up with shot. And whoever came up with the right shot, the other one had to take them out to dinner. So that was what we did. So we were stuck. It was, it was, it was, we were learning Kedushin. It was a Tosafot. It was like really tough. And we, we, so turns out he had to take me to dinner. So he lived in Israel. So I knew nothing about him. I met him on Pesach, on, on Pesach vacation. I met him. We were learning in the Grashul and Bayit Vagan. And then he, we learned together because we saw we were learning the same thing. He switched yeshivas to my yeshiva because the learning was so good. So I really knew nothing about him. He tells me, Thursday night, at 7 o'clock, there's a car going to pick you up. So in Israel, a car picked me up 30 years ago. Oh. So a Lincoln Town car pulls up in front of the yeshiva. Shh. 
Lincoln Town Car, there's some streets that you can't even fit a Lincoln Town Car in Yerushalayim. It's like bring a stretch limousine to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, like, like to Harlem. <laughs> Meanwhile, takes me, his father, he had a three-floor villa in Ramot. Uh-huh. Turns out his father invented some computer chip and sold it and was a millionaire. So he takes me into a room. In this room were just photo albums. So what is this? He goes, I want to show you something. He said, I didn't grow up religious. When I was 18 and a half, I graduated high school. My father put money in the bank and said, I want you to see the world. He said, I literally went to every country in the world. I have pictures for every country. So you can count them, but believe me. Even islands, Belize, this, Jiddi, whatever. He went, said, I saw, I hiked every mountain. I went to the Nepal, this and that. Everything, for a year and a half, backpack. Can't even imagine. Some albums I can let you open, some I can't let you open. He says, there's nothing in any of these albums that comes near the excitement that I got from getting shot in Tosafot today. He said, the excitement of working three hours, then you getting shot, and us figuring it out, and then going and figuring out this right. He said, there's nothing in any of these places, even the most exciting places, Morocco, uh, India, Bangladesh, None of them even comes close to how I feel. So now, so he said, and you think that's normal? He said, it's the most abnormal thing in the whole wide world. It makes zero sense. Because I saw the most crazy things. I had no, could, I had no money problems. I could spend, every time I depleted, get under 100000 my father would put more money in. I could do anything. I could take a plane up to the top of the mountain, about anything. But, I, but when you work on something in Torah, it's just not natural. So I'm telling you, every kid out there, every kid you go to yeshiva, Torah is not natural. Don't expect it to be like math, like science. Like, like any, it's just something, it's unexplainable. It's Hashem's words that we're so fortunate we're able to, to be a part of. It's not something you could understand, but it's something that, 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 that it's, 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 it's it's enormous. It's enormous. So uh, what what do you say about the kids? You know, I I know I know exactly what you say. Yeah, yeah, understand. Say because I, I really I was in the same situation. Uh, I'm, I wasn't millionaire, but I travel uh, quite a few and and you know that uh, I have some albums that I really b- throw to the garbage. <laughs> I'm sure he threw those out by now also. It's 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 amazing. But you know who he married? He married the daughter of Rabbi Grossman from Migdal Emek. Oh yeah! Wow. So you still with contact with him? I, yeah, some, yeah. some. But you know, it's amazing to see that. Uh, but the 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 question is, we talking about something that we uh, somehow ad- adult. We call it adult now. But what you can tell to a kids that, you know, sitting uh, 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 now fourth grade, fifth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, and he born into it. He born into it. And this is something that we, uh, I'm telling you, I can tell you from my experience that is not a, like a mathematics or like any subject in the world that you can use what called linear linear graph you know right. you're going one plus one is two two plus two yeah, is four and it that you know doesn't make sense any sense you know sometimes you know when you walk you put yourself into it to the learning and 
as we discussed last week, you know, we're sitting in the and uh, you can sit in the in the front, and suddenly you find yourself got dive in the, in, in in a small sentence, not in a two words of the Gemara for three weeks, and back and forth, and what what happened, and why how happened, and it's amazing. It's really amazing, and the, to the kids that we you know, it's not without effort, you know. But it's not linear. Well, you know, suddenly you can open the eyes. So what I want to say to kids, and I want to say to kids, you know, not every kid is so good at learning. And a kid that may feel he's not good at learning, you have to understand, when you're learning Hashem's Torah, there are so many different positions in Hashem's army. And sometimes the, 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 the smallest piece of a puzzle is the most important piece of the puzzle. When I think about our kids, you, boys and girls, that are sitting and learning Torah, and then I think of the rest of the world, what every other nine-year-old kid is doing, what every other ten-year-old kid is doing, and what the Jewish kids are doing, and think about, if you compare yourself to the rest of the world, do you know how much Hashem goes nuts for you? you know how much Hashem loves you? And so you know what? You, you, you think, you think... That you're not that, that, that you're not getting it. You look at the Dolea door. You look at the great people. You say you're doing nothing. You don't even realize they all started where you are. This is where it goes. You don't give up because you gotta know that this is the most important thing. And even if you think I'm not gonna write a sefer, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be a Rosh Hashiva, doesn't make a difference. First of all, you may be the Nitziv, the Nitziv, when he made a siyum on his first sefer, he made this huge party. Rabbi Kreiser told us the story first person. He made a huge party. And it was exorbitant, very lavish party. It was a siyum. So someone said to him, Why, what, what's the big deal? He says, I was mechaber a sefer. So he said, so, like, like, it embarrassed me to say, but, like, you know, so you made a sefer. Big deal. So, like, you know, so, like, so you're the only sefer that was ever, ever published? You're making a party like a wedding? So he said, I'll tell you why. Because when I was a bacher, my father came to the yeshiva to see how I was doing, and the Rosh Hashiva told him, he's a beautiful boy, but he's not a learner. He's not learning. Take him home. And Tziv's father was a bricklayer. He used to make ovens. So to tell you who the Tziv's father was, the Tziv's father, when they were in shul, they were trying to raise money for an oven in the Bet Midrash. The Tziv's father said, I donated an oven. So his wife was in the Ezrat Nashim. She came home Shabbat she said, we don't have money to donate an oven. We have an extra oven. You pay for your bricks. You build an oven. Because no, that night he took apart the oven in his house, and he built it in the in the Bedrash. So his wife says, "What now?" He said, "I don't need an oven to keep me warm in this world. I need an oven to keep me more warm in the next world." So that's what Nitziv's father was. So he hears from the Rashiva that Nitziv has to go home. So he told Nitziv, "He says, come, I'll take you home." He wasn't angry. This is Gatenish. He wasn't going. Tziv said, give me one more zman. One more zman. One more zman. The Tziv said, He said with such kavana. And that was when he said, his Hashem opened up his brain. He said, so if I'm making a siyum on this sefer, because if I wouldn't have done that, in 120 years I would have died, and they would have showed it to me. And they would have said, look, this is what you could have written. I'm a kadavar. You could have been. You could have, could have written this farim. So you never know. Torah has a way opens up your brain, and you never know. And, but you can't 
you can't you can't look at yourself now and say you're nobody. You have to do the alphabet. You have to do you have to do you have to go through the motions and you have to get there. And if it's hard for you, call me. I'll give you encouragement. Trust me. Call the radio. So seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Call and if you're having a hard time, let me let me pump you up because you have no idea. You have no idea. I see the rest of the world. I see that no matter how bad you think you are, you're miles ahead of the rest of the world. You're miles ahead of every other kid. You wake up in the morning, you say brachot, you talk to Hashem, you say tefilot. Even if you say three brachot a day, five brachot a day, you're still miles ahead for the guy that stuffs his face in, in Iowa or Idaho. I have nothing against any of those states. But they the potato, Idaho. Idaho potatoes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. There are a bunch of potatoes in Idaho. <laughs> but but, but, but yeah, or any, anywhere. You, 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 you have no idea. You have no idea how the world... And because Rahu loves Tinekotcha Bet Rabban, because you know what? Because you are the purest. There's nothing... There's, there's nothing we, we, you, you guys got it. And so I, I was thinking, so anybody wants to call in, 718-683-5858, they tell me I don't give the call numbers. Maybe that's why. So I'm going to make sure I give it like 20 times. 718-683-5858. If you don't remember, it's 718-683-5858. Gen, gen. That's right. Oh, that's, I didn't realize that. That's right. But uh, I was thinking that, you know, you know, th- this is, we just, we just finished Pesach. Now we have Omer. We have Lagba Omer. Then we have Shavuot. Then we have, we, Hashem gives us just constant it's it's just it's just like it's 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 so it's so unbelievable it's it's so it's so unbelievable you know it, it's, it's talking about this kind of uh this i know that i heard from uh, uh rabbi levinstein that story about uh he had he had some question about ashkafa you know and he went asked the rabbi is rabbi and rabbi kicked him out from the classroom <laughs> as, as 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 what a coiffer and all this, okay? And he went uh, and he bumped into the Rabbi uh, Orbach. And they asked him, what, what is this? So he, asked the, he asked the Rabbi, what the difference between them? You know? And he said to him, listen, stand, listen. And this is a big lesson for me. I heard it, I was very... Yeah, he told me, in the morning, get, get up in the morning, you wash your hand, yes. The go the the the, the, the gentle boy who doing this, the same exactly. You put your shoes, are you put your shoes the right and left, tied it up, left, right, okay, yes, right. He said, You see, Akadosh Baruch Hu love us so much, every act that other people doing it, we get mitzvah. Right. We get mitzvah. Aaron Zeratzah Kadosh Baruch Hu lezakot et Yisrael lefichach irbalaim Torah mitzvot. You know this 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 is something that really you know it's it's strike and direct and they tell us you know and I I have so many stories about people that didn't couldn't chap it couldn't learning and suddenly it's like a river like 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 Niagara Falls everything get into the brain and gets stay on this. And I'm telling you myself, I, when I when I start, I didn't understand nothing. I don't know. Until I, today, I don't understand nothing. But it's reach a point that you, your, your reception is so wide. And, and, and I was speaking to a judge, a very a Supreme Court judge. I was a guest in my house, very respectable woman. 
And she said that that when she has trouble understanding something, she will call up someone who learns Gemara, who will explain it to her. The logic of the brain of Gemara is so so enormous and so immense. She said that that the, the from lawyers, she says, are mechaya. She says, because they're so, they're so logical and the thought process is so clear. A lawyer that learned Gemara, a lawyer that learned in Yeshiva, so they're so clear, they're so, they, they, they understand how to pick things apart. And you, you're talking about lawyers. I'm talking about Dole Israel. You know, I just go to ask question to get Dole Israel, and suddenly you see that your pic, the picture is some like like you you was in a dark, and they they he, he, he see hundred steps ahead of us. You know, and you don't understand how how it's coming. You raise a you're asking question, and suddenly you raise hundred different question and hundred different different scenarios that you you wasn't even just thinking about it. I think that, and even more than that, it's just the sensitivity of the G'dalei Ador also, the sensitivity of the G'dalei Israel. Anybody that has the opportunity to, to go to Chamavadia, to see him in person, to see his mannerisms, how he conducted himself, it, it, it was just, it was just awe-inspiring just to watch, just to watch. These people are so enormous, and yet, with little children, with with people, with such compassion, such such, it's just so, so inspiring. It's so inspiring to see how how how. how it's how, so proud to be. You know, I feel proud to be belong to this nation. Proud and lucky. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, yeah. Because the truth is, I was, we once asked when we were in a vod with Rev, Rev Yitzhak Isaac Prague in Mirkaz Torah, and someone asked, "How long does a person have to learn?" So Prague said, oh, question. He said, how many people in the world? Does anybody know the population of the world? I don't know the population of the world. Billions. From all those people, how many, what's the percentage of Jews? Less than 1%. Less than 1%. Less than 0.2. 0.2%. 0.2%, yeah. Okay. From the 0.2% Jews in the world, how many are observant Jews? Much less point, than that. Yeah, yeah. Point, point 0.5 of point 0.2, yeah, let's yeah, say. Yeah. Of the point 0.5 of point 0.2, how many are Torah Jews who sit and learn and really sit and understand Torah? Maybe point zero 0.01 of point 0.5 of point 0.2 of the whole world. So what did you do to get this Neshama? Why was the Shem, you didn't get this the Shem, why, why did you get stuck in the Shema of some guy wearing a diaper in, 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 in the Amazon jungle? Or, or some guy picking his nose in China? Or some guy eating a dog in Japan? Because whatever, this is your Neshama. You're lucky. You lucked out. You know, so they, I should give you Torah. So how long do you have to learn it? Well, gee, now answer the question. <laughs> I've done the rest. They, they're very good point because uh, last Shabbat we sitting with my my daughters, you know, after uh, Sudan and talking about, and my daughter said, "How oh, it's possible? How is about this Chacham uh, Ovadia and the Gaon Vina? How this the kids was three years old? You know, all most of the kids are you know don't don't even know how to 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 go to the bathroom, and they already knew all this stuff, and." As you say, schutavot, and I, I, I had in mind, I had, I had a story that I told her, my daughter, that a story about a very simple lady that went to Yerushalayim, it was like eight years ago, 
And you know, in those days, used to, people used to make the laundry outside, you know, yeah. with a, in in a pile, in the bucket, and then and then yeah. hanging it outside on a rope. It was it's called Yom Kvisa, right? Like before Yom Shabbat, Yom Hamishi, before the cooking, they're doing all the Kvisa, hanging outside, and prepare for Shabbat. So she worked hard. She was pregnant, and Blair uh, a lot of kids, and she washing and this, and I don't know some kind of the neighbor become upset about her and she just cut the rope with all the clothing oh, yeah, 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 yeah. on her and she had you know instead to fight and then to just to do you know to what she did she she become silence and basically cry and ask the Kadosh Baruch Hu, please that this baby will be Talmit Chacham and yeah, this this baby became born, and he became huge, huge posek in in Yerushalayim. Unbelievable. So this is something we have to understand. You know, I, I had you know I had something. It's it's connection to the parashat Shavua Shavua. What kedushim kadosh? What is mean kadosh? You know, <laughs> that's and I, I, I'm I'm contradicted, but now it is kadosh is kabel kabel dvarai ushtok. Wow. <laughs> Except my words and silence. This is to be a joy, you know. <laughs> but to be able to teach your children that, to be able to be yes. able to do that is the is the most important thing in life. Yeah. And, and, and you know, sometimes I, I, when, when, and when you accomplish it and you're able to walk away, first of all, it's real emunah. It's the purest form of emunah. Hashem, take care Diane, I met. I'm not worrying about it. Can't worry about it. Hashem, take care. It's not my job. And then when we walk away and we leave it to Hashem, Hashem says, "Wow, this is this is this is in Perkevo." It says, "Alti Don't 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 worry. Hashem takes care. Hashem has his cheshbon. Doesn't doesn't neglect anybody. And 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 the truth is that. This is the this is the highest level, and there's so many stories about Vatranut, so many stories about being a Vatir. Yeah, and uh, I, I, what you say, Al Titiash, don't be, don't, don't give up, don't give up. Uh, Rabbi Nachman said, and you, Shbolam, you cannot give up. We don't because we don't know Cheshbonot Shemayim. We, don't. we, we don't. don't know, you know, we know, we don't know what he did last and before the Gilgul before. We don't know what what kind of task we have. But only thing we do know is. Hashem is Kulotov. Uh, yes. That, that's all we know. We know that there's no uh, no capability of Hashem doing bad. So whatever it is, it doesn't... You know, I know somebody who they had an 11-year-old daughter who needed chemotherapy. And it was going to save her life. And Lamasa had saved her life. But the girl, was, it was so painful for her. And she's, she's holding on to the banister of her house. And the mother is pulling her. Saying we have to go, he goes. No, please don't make me go. Please, please, please. Some stranger walking down the street saw the scene, and she, you know, she, she thinks she's smart. Alex, she calls her. She goes, "Stop abusing your child. If you stop abusing, I'll call the police on you. Stop abusing your child. What's wrong with you? You're a horrible mother." And the woman said, turned to her and said, "Should I explain to you what I'm doing? My daughter has a cancer in her body, and she's in chemo." And the doctor says she needs this chemo. And I have to take her. And she's not mature enough to understand. And you're sitting here and you're telling me I'm abusing my child? 
So was it good for the child or wasn't it good? We don't know. But somebody that really doesn't know. So the fact is that Hashem knows what's good for us. Everything is good. And we have to know that He knows what we need. We don't know what we need. We don't know what we need. No, we don't need nothing. You know, just you know, you don't. <laughs> we know what we know. We need to trust Hashem. That's yes. what we need to do. That's the bottom line. And this is the basic emuna. That's it's the not basic emuna. No sophistication. No, I not at all. I don't just know. Listen know. and be silent. You know, really. I'm just. I'm. I'm telling you. This is something that. Uh, and, and Shabbat. When I thought about it, the initial of kadosh. You know, That's kabel right. dvarai yishtok. Beautiful. <laughs> when I was when I was studying to be a doctor, I had to do my dissertation, which my was my I had to publish. So I wanted to do a dissertation to study kids from houses that were Shomer Shabbat compared to kids from houses that were not. And I wanted to prove that kids from Shomer Shabbat houses had different personality development and this and that. So my Rosh Hashiva, Chaim Kreiser, told me, I can't do it. Told me, don't do it. I said, why? He goes, because Shabbat doesn't need science to prove it. <laughs> says, you don't need it. And if you come out with a negative result, so then don't keep Shabbat. Because Shabbat is good for you. Shabbat is a, you keep Shabbat. That's it. Bottom line, you don't need to prove that it's good. It, it, it's, it's the best thing. And if, even if the kids come out like monkeys, which of course they don't, it doesn't, science doesn't have to prove it. Hashem doesn't need scientific endorsements. <laughs> no, you know what? You can, you can, you know, talking about science, talking about all this kind, you can bring the most scientific stuff to the people. And if they want to accept it, they will accept it. If they don't want to accept it, nothing will change their mind. Right. Nothing. You can bring them a black and white, and they said, no, it's white on black. It's this is right. From quotes from the biggest scientists that any scientist doesn't come to the conclusion at the end that there's a creator. It's a liar. Yeah. It's a liar. That means that he's not a scientist. That means he's not seeking the truth. It means he's not looking. If he can't deal with an unknown, then he's a baby. Yeah. And, and the greatest scientists admitted at the end, there is one thing we don't understand, and that's the energy in the creation. Yeah. Nobody. No, nobody you nobody, know, it's, nobody we understand knows. what happens when you separate it. Einstein taught us that. But that's it. We know that if you try and separate it, then en od mil vado, then there is nothing. You know how left. many how many tests and how many this it's to prove and to disprove, and nobody come to one conclusion about it. But that you know even Stephen Hawkins uh, and all this. Yeah, I I don't. He said I don't believe in, uh, in it, but I cannot. Contradict it, and I cannot. Uh, he, he can, you know, he cannot accept that is is somebody above him. You know, this right. is a problem. This is our ego. You know, this is something our ego that we cannot accept. You know, I, t- I tell you that the the same the, on the same level of being blind or being not reasonable or not understanding is that the, for example the the lady lady to, uh, she wrote a book about the Israeli Palestinian conflict. A lady, a British lady, researchers. And she she brought step by step every, pr- proving uh, everything that uh, you know about about Israel about the the history of Israel of Avin all and archaeology you know that's the proof right scientific proof about Israel 
and about the Christianity, Muslims, you know. And she said, this, I have a lot of friends from Oxford University, Cambridge, the top-notch researchers in the world, top-notch researchers in the world. Everybody is so logical and so forth. When it's come to this problem, no logic anymore. Right. That's nothing. It's that's dead end. It's no, it's not a matter. But you know, it's like shows us that people are blind. You know, I saw, I saw in a in like like tribunal, uh, like a court in Oxford, that a, a, a Jewish guy was in represent Israel about talking about. I don't know if you saw it. You know, it was talking. Fabulous, great, great. Right, sorry. Yeah. So it, and the end of the result, the vote was against Israel. Right. With all the the, the uh, clapping and all the cheering, you know, the end vote was against Israel. Whatever you do, this is something that this is we, uh, what we say because every morning. We said, nire o. In new light, we see light because we are blind. We are blind to everything. If Akadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give an option to see the real truth, you don't see. And, and, and the truth is because, and the reason why, I mean, I don't know reasons, but the reason why I think could be is because Hashem showing us that it's Him. It's Him that, that, that Hashem keeps, keeps Israel alive. Not America, not, not the support of the world. It's Hashem. Hashem is the one that keeps keeps America alive. And, and that's that's really the bottom line. And peace comes from Hashem. And every time that, that you know, we make our Yishtad we do our things, but the bottom line is, over the, over the years, we're the most persecuted, and yet, we're the ones that survived the most and always. But, um, but anybody that wants to call in and comment, the number is 786 but this is turning into like a talk show. But, uh, but that that that's that's fine, but um, that's what that's what. If you want to know, kids, what you need to be thinking about, what you need to be doing, that's what you need to do. You need to realize that, that that you're better than the rest, and so when you have conflicts in yeshiva, you're feeling bad, you're having fights. You have to realize that it's your job to rise above. It's your job to walk away. If you could do that, that's not a sign of weakness. That's not a sign of weakness at all. However, I'm going to say what I say all the time. If someone is hurting you or someone's bothering you and someone's, someone's uh, secretly, secretly bullying you or secretly uh, victimizing you, that's not a time to walk away. That's not called vachanut. That's not called, that's not a good thing. You can't do that. You have to be able to stand up for yourself and tell somebody and get help for yourself. Don't think that's a good thing if someone's bullying you to walk away and say, okay, I'll let them bully me and I'm a veteran. No. You have to tell somebody and then if the person says, do you want me to beat them up? No. Then be a veteran. <laughs> you know, don't beat them up. Talk to them. Help them. Be a veteran to say, I feel bad for them. But don't let it happen and don't let it, don't let it happen. You can't do that. that that's something that you can't do. Because that that's that's not batunut. That's that's chasid shoteh. That's a chasid. That's 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 not a smart guy or girl. And, but um, this is a time. Omer is a great time to just get close to Hashem and 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 you know just just realize that 
if, if there's any a time to be nice to one another, if there's any a time to be kind to each other, this is the time to do it. Because this is a time that, that we focus on it. This is a time that Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva died because of of, of if we can even understand what that means, I, I don't know. But this is a time so we have to have more kavod. We have to have we have to have more respect and more love and more more kindness. That's just the way it has to be. And you know what? That's that's what we are to the Amim. That's what we that's who we are to the nations. The 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 the, the Israeli people doesn't matter religious, not religious. The amount of kindness that they that they give when world disasters and 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 you see clips about them going into parts of Africa and bringing water into towns and and helping with solar energy. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? That's the Nishama Yehudi. That's the that's the connection. It's it's comes from Abraham Yitzchak Yaakov. Comes from comes from it's genetic. You can't help it. You can't help it. It's it's like my Kohen gene. I can't help it. There's nothing I could do. My passion in life for Hashem and for Torah comes from my Kehuna. I can't it's it's part it's genetically it's in my stomach. My ha- my kids have it. So you feel it. I think about what Shevet Levi must have felt, Mila Shem Eli. I'm not an aggressive person at all. I had like four fights my entire life. But if that's someone it. what that's it, that, that's it. <laughs> but, but someone someone steps on the Torah, someone says, "Forget it." Get me on a bad day when somebody, I see somebody who's who's who's, who's, who's talking against Hashem. So that's the only time I get I get I get I get furious. And my wife knows if someone says something. We're the we're the Bungle County. Someone makes a statement. Somebody goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> I said, so, if, is, is he going to explode or not? I'll explode. I'll say, what kind of... Okay, who could say such a thing? It's the only time. And it's not my fault. That's my genes. It's just what it is. It's, it's genetic. And you all, we all have genes of... of the, 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 the genes of, of, of what? And it's all, it's all there. And it comes out. It just comes out. We, we spoke about this last week. Kedoshim to you, Ani. It's our connection to Hashem. It's just, just, it's just, it's just it. And and all the morals. There's a great lecture that anybody is interested. In. It's called World Perfect. It's by a historian who works for Eshet Torah. His name is Ken Spiro. Anybody who wants to have an unbelievable uh, set of uh, of tapes on history, this guy Ken Spiro. You can download his lectures on, on online. He's so clear, and he's so, so, he's so perfect. And he has this tape called World Perfect. He goes through the entire, every moral of the society today and proves how it began with the Torah. Everything that the world thinks is good now came from the Torah. And it's just, it's just, and I used to listen to him Everything I know about history was from his tapes. Also, we have the series of Beryl Wine. I love Beryl Wine. I listen to his tapes also. But I have to tell you, Ken Spiro, okay, so this he's, uh, he's very, his, his way of presenting is, is just... You know what? Is it a good idea for us to, to search on it? I think, I think you should, because he's, he's, he's... I happen to be a big fan of Beryl Wines. I listen to his tapes also. But 
I just found Ken Spiro very, he's very, he's, he has a, a I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say one over the other, but, but the history, when you listen to history and you hear how things play out, he's also very powerful. He talks about, uh, 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 he gives a perspective on, even through Herzl and through, through the, 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 the world and how it was at that time. And we look back and we may criticize, but we don't understand what it was for a Jew who really had no idea what it meant to be a Jew. Have this emotion when he was watching the Dreyfus trial, and to have this 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 emotional reaction to something, to start dreaming about something like that, it's just abnormal. It's just abnormal, and and you know, the Hashem should pick such a person to have shliach of of, of to have such a rayon to bring him into this world. Listen, far be it from me to, to to say anything, but it's just it's all unbelievable. Hashem picks crazy shlichim. Crazy shlichim, and I'm no I'm, I'm in no position to criticize anybody, and 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 I don't know. Good, bad, but tzotzah is we have strongest strongest centralization of Torah in the world in Israel. You have the the the, the kedushah Israel is, is is, of course we have tuba also because that's what happens. It goes together, but but it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But uh, anyways, so the, que- the, que- the question always comes up that yes, yes, bonfires, no bonfires. That is, it, is it good to go? Isn't it good to go? So my kids always ask me, some yeshiva allow, some yeshiva don't allow. And of course, it depends where. Some, some bonfires are like more hangouts. So like, that's going to be... You know, but I think all in all, it's an exciting thing, and and I know Rabbi Tversky on East Twenty Eighth and Ninth and Avenue K has a beautiful bonfire, beautiful bonfire, very nice. The whole neighborhood comes out, a lot of games, games and, and nosh for kids. It's really really fun. A lot of beautiful dancing, and then you have you have Boston right there also on the corner of Twenty Ninth. So they have, it's it's very nice. A lot, of, a lot of happening things. Lot, well, lot. Yeah. You, you, I, I don't know. You, you didn't grow in, in in Brooklyn. No, I didn't grow. So grow uh, over there in the open fields. You used to do it yourself. No, well, we used to have. We we didn't because it was a very small Jewish community. Mm-hmm. The school used to take us on Tulim hiking, but we never really had a bonfire. Oh no! Till we, till Israel, till Israel when. We used to they, they used to drag everything, everybody's old furniture and every altazach, and they used to light it on fire. And we up. used to start collecting uh, woods, and as they months, months before, months before, and we used to like a, a war in between who has the biggest fire. And unfortunately, many many gangs like this used to light it the bef- night before the other other <laughs> uh, the other group, uh, you know, that's just they won't have that as a big uh, bonfire. We used to put the potato inside the kartoffel, you know? ah. and I, I tell you, I had the very, you know, my brother basically had a very bad experience, and somebody pushed him to the fire. Oi. I tell you, and his hand, I remember, his palm become like really like a stick. Yeah, this is like a this, a, but it, it was like a huge, huge bonfire, huge. In, 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 in Israel, it's, it's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable. When Talpiot used to wasn't built up, so we used to be able to stand on 
a tab, I'm on an atziv. And we used to be able to look and see the whole Yerushalayim. We could mm-hmm. see from the roof of the yeshiva, we could see the kotel. Yeah. And so now it's all built up. You can't see anything. We used to sit and I have somewhere a picture of all the fires, the smoke, the whole smoke coming up from every neighborhood. It was like yeah. unbelievable. This, this, this. It's, a, it's a well-known. I don't know today really that. But, uh, I don't know. But all I can tell you is that what I love about it is that somehow, some way, every Jew finds a way to connect with Hashem. So you know, there's some things that are very hard. For some Jews, Shabbat is very hard. Some Jews, Kashrut is very hard. I'm not judging them. But somehow, some way, they find to connect to Hashem. You ask them, are you Jewish? I'm Jewish. They participate in something. They connect to something. I heard a story from Satma Rebbe. There was this, there was this Jew who was a kofer, and he was terrible. He was causing tremendous, tremendous problem for, for the for the Yudim. and he, he denied his Jewishness totally. And the Satma Rebbe was very upset. He said, "Why?" He says, "I I I I, I can't even daven for the guy, can't even pray for the guy because I don't even know if he did a mitzvah." So somebody came and said to the Rebbe, "I once saw him eat matzah." So you really saw him? You really saw him eat matzah? He put it in his mouth, he ate it, chewed it, swallowed it, he didn't spit it out. He said, I saw him every day. So Samuel Rebbe started smiling. He says, if you saw him do one mitzvah, even if it was with Beloch Havana, then I have a zechut, I have a limud zechut to daven for him. We, no Jews disposable. Nobody's disposable. Nobody can't... Every Jew somehow does a mitzvah. Every Jew somehow does some mitzvah. And so, I, that's, that's what I love about holidays like Lagba Omer. If there's a lot of tekes and a lot of things that they get into, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's fun. But, uh, but listen, the parents don't worry so much. It's, it's, it's safe. They have all the fires are always guarded. The fire department makes sure. That. I hope. Yes, and this is one. This is exactly the same. We're starting like we finishing almost the same startup. Right. What What is the trip and what is the firm fire? Right. <laughs> but you know what? But the beautiful thing is being Jewish. Yes, that's what yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. We can talk yeah. about the fun things. Yeah, really. Yeah. You know what? The are very excited about the trip. Yeah, because you yeah. know what? I used to be so excited about the trip, more than the kids. Because when you have kids having a good time, you, that, 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 yeah. And, and it's all kosher reosher, as they say. Because having a good time and being Jewish is, is what it's about. Hashem doesn't want us to be miserable. He wants us to have a good time. It's good. It's fun. Yes. It's, 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 Don't forget to count the Omer. That's right. Yes. That's right. Last night was uh, so, uh, tw- uh, 28. 28. No, twi- uh, sorry, 29. No, 20. 29. 29. Sorry, 29. 29. 29. Four weeks and one day. It's unbelievable. I love the way my Rav counts the Omer. When he counts the Omer, it's the same exact tune, the same exact nuance every night, every year. When he counts the first Omer, for me, it's Mizazia. It's Rabbi Shimshon Sher. It's like I'm home again. 
it's so so consistent so consistent the same exact it just makes me feel so so comfortable you know we're back again another year Hashem gave us another year yeah. it, it, it's like Kiddush first said there it's like it's like 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 Halel and Shavu. every time you get to that right, another year we're here again you, yeah, I'm question. Curious. Yeah, is you doing the Lashem Yichud Kedusha Baruch Hu? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I cannot say the the Baruch without this. You know, it, it doesn't doesn't make you know. Uh, it's all sure. together. It's all together. And and then afterwards, the, yes, the, 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 but without the Lashem Yichud Kedusha Baruch I started saying it on practically everything. Yeah. Because because the truth is, the truth is, it's it's like it's a bondage. It's the the it's the glue. Right. It's you know it's the connection between the mitzvah and you know. You know what, what it's like? It's like hopping a piece of meat from a deli, or sitting down at a table with a proper plate, fork, mm-hmm. knife, and spoon. Getting the same food if you hop like you yeah. know grab a dish and run out the door. But you have a meal, so putting down my plate, my napkin, my silverware, my cup, setting the plate. Now I'm ready to eat, serving my food. It, 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 but uh, every 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 mitzvah every mitzvah is is, is on uh, unique. I tell you, I, I know that uh, many of us, you know, just for example, netilat yadaim or asher yatsar. You know, we don't understand people. You know, and this is another subject. We at our time is is finished. But uh, we we I, 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 I want to tell you about our wonderful machine. It's called body. Yeah, it's an unbelievable, you know, machine. The, the, we are the only machine in the world that fixes itself. You know, right. you know, you, you have a cut in your finger or something, it just fix itself. You know, you can, you can, if you know how to use the body right, you don't need the doctors, you don't need medicine, you, know, you don't need nothing. The story my father always told me, Rabbi Meir, was the was the was the Rishon Lezion. My father was growing up in Yerushalayim. Me was ill. I, I don't think was, no, that was, was before that. It was in the in the twenties. Oh, was, okay. There was, I think, I believe his name was Rabbi Meir. Um, he was a very big mikubal, and at the time in the twenties, the Arabs were acting out, and they were walking home. They're walking to Kabbalat Shabbat. So they used to be malavehim. They used to walk with them to Kabbalat Shabbat. So an Arab kid came out and to humiliate the rabbi, he started to go to the bathroom on the floor next to him. So the rabbi said to him, Tashtin, when they were coming back from shul, the whole neighborhood came out to him, ah, please come. The kid didn't stop. The whole time they were praying, the kid didn't stop. He was half dead. He was almost gone. Couldn't stop. So the rabbi said, Tashtin, he stopped. So everybody was buzzing. It was a Mofet, Mofet. He was wondering, did a miracle. He said, I didn't do anything. I just asked Hashem, Sheval Ta'aseh. <laughs> the miracle is Hashem yes. opens up the pipe, closes the pipe. Yeah. Closing the pipe is the miracle. Yeah. The pipe opens up because there's pressure. It has to relieve itself. The body has to relieve itself. How does Hashem close it? That's the nest. He said, So I just told Hashem, just don't close it, just leave it. Let the body do its natural course. Opens, stays open. Yeah. We don't realize, we don't realize every drop of sweat that comes out of us. If God forbid, if a person doesn't sweat, they can die. 
tear duct, if the tear duct gets clogged, they can lose their eye. Yeah. So Hashem, Hashem has to worry about our tear ducts? Yeah. Nekavim, nekavim, halulim, halulim. So I this is... I remember a gashash. Ani azimimenu nekavim, nekavim, halulim, halulim. But uh, you know, really, this is this is something that we, when you we, when we understand how to connect ourselves with the Bore Olam, yeah. nothing will be uh, an obstacle, and everything is look in a different light. And the fact that the Yisod Hadavar is, he is not taking anything for granted, and that's that's a wrap. Have a good week till next week. Yeah, and next week was a real music. <laughs>